1: time to play with pain where sports and inaccuracy collide now
2: here's your host veteran sportscaster and the voice of the international speed fishing championships jet waterhouse now brother welcome to play with pain hosted by jeff cesario his guest today Uh, One of the Sklar brothers. We got the better one, Randy. Mm -hmm. And of course, the amazing Taylor Williamson, two hilarious human beings. They'll be playing a round of worst gig and uh, toss in maybe a travel tip or two. We'll see in just a sec. But first, time for the Chetwater House Update, sponsored by Eclectic a dozen eggs, a dozen different birds. Olympics! 15-year-old Russian skater Kamila Valieva became the first female to land a quad jump in competition, and even Johnny Ware looked a little hot for her. Wow! At 15, not only could I not skate at all, I still thought Russia had an H in it. Said a Russian spokesman, thanks to Valieva, we'll hold off on invading Ukraine. Sean White retiring after the Olympics, guys. He tore a thumb muscle throwing too many hang-loose signs. And (laughs) the Chinese government said if an athlete from Taiwan medals, their podium will be put out on an island. That wrap-up sponsored by Nanazon Prime. Now get those unusable gifts from Grandma overnight. NFL Pro Bowl. The skills competition would have been a ratings winner, but for some reason it was shot entirely on a single blackberry. NFL Super Bowl. I don't want to say Joe Burrow is confident, but they had to fumigate the Bengals' locker room for Axe Body Spray. That item sponsored by Dick Tucker's. (laughs) Women's clothes for men. College football. Auburn has lost so many assistant coaches. They had state police block all exits out of town. And Jim Harbaugh will stay at Michigan. Said Ohio State, are you sure you want to do that, Jim? NBA, the Lakers are so old, they have a team discount at Jim Falk Lexus. And finally, this week in sports history, the date 1893, the place Nashville, Tennessee, Vanderbilt wins the first-ever intercollegiate basketball game, beating the YMCA 9-3. to Said the YMCA, nobody told us anything. This Waterhouse Update <laughs> sponsored by the Dollar Confederate Statue Store. Now, here's your host, Jeff Cesario. Why, thank you, Chet. That was brilliant. Uh, 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 my guest today, uh, I got one of the most amazing twins since... Uh, Phil and Joe Nicro. I got Randy Sklar with us, of course, and the amazing Taylor Williamson. Taylor, you're in your car, and you have your dog. Are you
0: living in your car? <laughs> um, yeah, not yet, but at the moment, <laughs> <laughs> probably soon. One um, can only
1: hope. One can only hope.
0: <laughs> it, it, it would be an upgrade. I'm homeless. I you you said I can't live with you. I told you, I knocked on your door, and I said I'm homeless. Can I have a place to live? And you said no. Um, but I got in my car instead. So, well,
2: it looks like it looks roomy though. It looks roomier than what you would have had at either Randy's or my place. It's a
1: it's a two bedroom Highlander. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> with with a, with a half bath with a half bath in the trunk, right?
0: Well. Uh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, you, I, you've you've uh, you've been here before. You stay here. Have, before. I have. It's sure.
1: really it's comfortable. I
2: got I it Airbnb. on a Airbnb. Yeah, sure. yeah
1: well, it's it's great for entertaining. <laughs>
0: you know that, that. You know that's the thing. Like, there's some article about someone who Airbnb like they ta- they bought a taxi or something. And they Airbnb it in New York City or something.
1: Yeah, and it was still bigger than most of the apartments in the West. Wow, <laughs> wow, and probably smelled weirdly
2: better if you don't mm. mind the combination of coconut and ginger. That there, was,
1: there was a mo- one time when I was living in New York in the 90s, uh, we got into a cab and the cab driver, because they put their license, they, they used to put their, you know, their cab license in the kind of on the back there. And his name was Muhammad Larry. We're like, shouldn't it be the other way around? And he was like, nope. Like Larry Muhammad, I would understand that. I was Whoa. like, Larry Muhammad yeah. used to spar with both Larry Holmes and Muhammad Ali. No, Muhammad Larry.
2: Yeah, yep. Muhammad Larry may be a better comics name. Larry Muhammad is definitely a better boxer's name. Wow. Absolutely true. Yeah. Larry Muhammad is from Detroit. Muhammad Larry is, you know, he's from like Sioux City. He's, That's
0: right. He's just, but he's, he's, hilarious. For a hook. He's, he's hilarious. He's hilarious. One's
1: looking for a hook, the other one's throwing a hook. There you go. <laughs>
2: Boom. Come on, everybody. Oh, come on, guys. It was sitting right there. It was right there. <laughs> so listen. Uh, uh, let's talk worst gigs. This has always fascinated me um, because uh, everybody in virtually every walk of life has had a horrid gig, Mm. but especially comics (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) have had some of the worst gigs known to men. And let's just launch in. You don't have to pick one. I get a range of two or three from, uh, or four from, uh, from both of you. And then, and then we'll kind of, and then we'll kind of throw them in the Tumblr and see which one, comes out as the absolute worst gig of today's show
1: well who do you uh, want to who do you want to go first
2: uh well randy uh you sound like you're chomping at the bit a little bit which <laughs> might been, it might have been the location of one of your bad gigs chomping at the bits
1: chomping at the bits we did a small show at a horse stable uh, and just the amount of shit we ate no um <laughs> I can think of a few and there were a few and they just always, there's a moment where you're on stage at a bad gig and you just start to sweat. And there's a moment for me and Jay where, you know, cause there's two people failing on stage. There's some even worse than one. It like makes it even worse. But there's just a moment where like, I'll just start doing my, the material to him, like delivering it straight to him and he'll start delivering it right back to me. And it's like, we both know what we're doing here. Like, you don't need to hear this. They need to hear whatever. So I would say one. I can think of one right now. The first one that comes to mind is we're in Las Vegas and we get booked to perform. Usually the recipe for a bad comedy gig is – that you're doing comedy in front of people who aren't that's not the thing they paid to come to see. That's not the thing they <laughs> wanted to see. They didn't know it was gonna happen. All of sure. these are factors of like there are round tables where people are sure. doing something else, they're eating. Yeah. Round tables are terrible because yeah. people are backs or are two. So. It's sort
2: of a sucker punch comedy. Nobody sees it coming at
1: all. No, nobody sees it coming. And suddenly,
2: plam, laughs. What? It's,
1: it's like an evening with your great aunt. Like nobody wants to go through it, you know. And at the end, you're just like, "Can we please just drive her home?" So uh, to her, to her split-level townhouse. So we're Jay and I are performing in Vegas, and we got booked to perform at—I don't know—I don't even know why—got booked to perform at a, a corporate event for independent owners of Winnebago uh, dealerships. I'm like, I don't think if you drew to a Venn diagram, there would be any (laughs) space where we crossed over with any of that. So So they
2: don't don't even have the chops to get factory approval.
1: No, they're independent. Independent independent Winnebago. And they're in Vegas at a Winnebago conference. We're going to Vegas. We're going to blow it Mm -hmm. out. The last thing they wanted to do was hear intimate stories about Jason and my family for whatever. Reason. Like, there's not, I'm like, yes. I don't even want to tell you the things that we are trying to tell you right now. So we get up on stage and the crowd is, they're so far away. I, we got up on stage and we're like, I mean, there's round tables, of course, because you got to have people's backs to you because they're eating. Sure. And they're so far away. We've literally said, Jesus, you could park a Winnebago up here in the space between the stage (laughs) and where they are. And then we're like, Oh, that's exactly what they did. This is the (laughs) thing where they bring a Winnebago up, show you what it is, and it's that's the distance it was. I'm like, you proximity is very important as far as stand-up comedy. Nobody wants to see you from that far away. It
2: was literally like the Meekham Auto Auctions where they pushed the car out in front of the crowd. Yeah,
1: that's what it is. There's enough
2: space to continually move Winnebagos in and out.
1: I would have taken if it was a car. At least people could have seen our expressions.
2: You're dealing with a two-story vehicle.
1: They don't even know which Jew is talking. They're just looking up there and being like, the devil is speaking, one of them little Jew devils is talking. So we I just remember like our buddy Dan Van Kirk, who does our podcast, now people town with us, he he was in Vegas at the time we were going to hang out with him after the show we were just going to collect this check and go and uh he i mean we had like 45 minutes to an hour to which like as soon as we got on stage we're like we ain't making it to 45 i'll tell you right. that yeah. i'll tell you that right now Absolutely. we're going to do an an hour and 10 in 40 so can we get another 30 <laughs> minutes in the last 5 minutes i don't know i mean we're going to see what we do. sure but he came in the room and what he describes He said, "I." he walked in the back of the room, because we told him where it was, and he saw the two of us on stage working so hard. He said, it looked like, just by the way you guys were both sweating, it looked like both of you were going through a series of three tiny heart attacks. (laughs) I was like... Yeah, that's pretty much what it felt like as shooting pain. I like I shouldn't be delivering jokes and shooting pain going down my left side of my arm. And it's, you know, what I've come to appreciate is that those moments of being in those situations, it's it's. I mean, no one liked it. No one liked it. We didn't like it. They didn't (laughs) like it. I feel like we, as the guy handed us our check, like we had to like rip it out of his hands. You know, didn't want to part with the money. I was like, no, we'll take it. And then we went out and we had a great night in Vegas. But I mean, it's just those moments though, or this is what we do as comics and you live on the edge of life and you live on the edge of these things and it could go sideways very quickly and you don't have really control over it. You have the control to try and get them back. But if you can't, then you can't. Yeah, and then have you just to march know how to play it. Most people you're don't. Marched. Yeah, That's but, people's biggest fear of of public speaking and all that other stuff is that they just get housed in these scenarios. Yeah, And if you're living in it, you just have to ex- let that experience wash over you, and that's it. But that was one that I can think of that was really bad.
2: Jeff and Randy, that the Winnebago anecdote sponsored by Nugentix. Wiener pills directly from Ted Nugent. Oh, nice! Uh, wow, so it's,
1: good... it's so it's basically shot into your penis in a crossbow. Okay, yeah, with a crossbow. Yeah, that's right. Uh,
2: well, if he, I, I'm not sure he's that good. <laughs> I don't know if he can hit your penis. Well, I, here's <laughs>
1: what I know about Ted Nugent. He's not that accurate about anything. <laughs> that's
2: right. Uh, the great Taylor Williamson. Uh, I got a hunch. Uh, you, you've 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 played some some uh, some venues that may not have quite stacked up. Uh, wh- where was your worst gig or one of your worst gigs?
0: Well, yeah, it's, I mean, this, your last, the last, this conversation has made me think of more than I thought of since, we did, <laughs> since you hit me sure. up seven yeah. minutes ago, because someone else canceled and asked me to do So I, I mean, it was off the top of my head. I, I tell a joke about it, my act, but like the actual story is I had a college agent who, uh, when I was like 22, I do colleges all the time. And. They booked me for a private gig in Parkston, South Dakota, mm-hmm. for a company that makes grapple forks and rock buckets. Mm-hmm. Which <laughs> I, it's one of those things you Google, and you 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 you're more confused <laughs> after you learn what it is.
2: Even Google's like.
1: We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. That's that's the moment where you're like, I wish I was playing independent Winnebago ownership. <laughs> I, I I at least I can relate to those people on some. What level. a cake gig that was! <laughs> you,
0: like I, I'm like like I'm a Jew from San Diego, and like I'm like what the, what the heck is like I'm the, like, you like, so like, <laughs> I fly to like I I'm just, I'm gonna say I flew into Sioux City, Iowa. I believe like that was the big city, you know. Sure. Right and um or just yeah and then um because to me it's still weird i'm 35 now but still weird like i went to a different st- i flew to one state went to another state that's always weird to me mm-hmm. i know it's, mm-hmm. like, it's like not that crazy because some states, some cities are near yeah state sure. lines. but so then i drove in rent a car drive in and it's one of those towns where like it's like a sitcom episode where like i remember like a home improvement episode where he went to some small town and like he meets the guy at the Home Depot store. Then like, oh, and then he goes, then he goes to the mayor's office. I'm the mayor also. The next, <laughs> the next location. Like, I'm the, oh, you broke your arm. I'm the doctor. That's great. Like, I love that it. That was one of, that was literally what this town was. Like the guy who booked me is also like the mayor of the town. And like, is,
2: is he the head of the rock
1: bucket company?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's and,
1: his family. <laughs>
0: and I, and I remember for some reason it came up. It was in the, his last name is Rock Bucket. Yeah, that's right. It, was, uh, sure. uh, it was like when the Flintstones, like the Family Rock business. Bucket. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I remember something else that stood out to me is like, they, he also works in like the meat business. Mm-hmm. And sure. actually, I, yeah, I had dinner with these people before the show. And like, it's like, you know, the Christmas time, like awards and all that stuff. And they're like, let's hire a comedian. I don't know if they hit up my janky college booking agency and hired a 22 year old like who, like oh, what man. on earth made them think i mean you know the age it's a good agent i guess they they scam people and the booking <laughs> people that are terrible for their
1: gotta make and, your money uh,
0: but i remember they worked in the meat business too and i was like in the i asked it was in the news about how they whoever the president was <laughs> i don't know if the president was back then they changed the laws for keeping animals in cages that are going to be turned into food or whatever right. and uh and he was like very serious, like it's disgusting. We treat our animals good. Like it's a simple question, mm-hmm. trying to make conversation. It's very <laughs> so, heated. So like mm-hmm. we treat our animals good. It's, it's not. It's hurting our business. And I was like, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, that guy. is <laughs> also a principal <laughs> of the high school. I'm sorry. It, it also. You, it also didn't help.
1: It also didn't help that you said uh, you mean you treat your animals well. Bad correction. <laughs> Bad correction on that guy.
2: So you couldn't even make small talk. Without stepping in, a, in literally a rock bucket at That's that right. point, so everything's f- wrong. <laughs> right.
0: So the part <laughs> oh to me, the part that stands out to me. I mean, the show was just, it was, it was bad, but it was like fine bad. Where like he's like, this is what it is. But the experience of it, I don't know, is. Uh, I remember I said to the guy, like I was like, this is an interesting, is a tiny town. And I was like, uh, do you guys have Jewish people here? And then he goes, No, say whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> I was
1: like, Yep.
0: That's i love the, I, I love them and in, in sincerity of the rock book if I was listening it wasn't creepy i make it in my act i make it creepy like that but he was just being honest no say whatever you want it's fine like but that's not yeah, but really still, not what i meant fire it's away
1: fire away
0: <laughs> but you know, and then i had to drive home and so the next morning i get up from san diego uh, like America's finest city because of the weather or whatever they they claim, and uh, but it is. But uh, the weather, I love San Diego. I'm, am I canceled? I'm so I'm so scared of everything I say No, <laughs> I get, I get canceled. If you
2: day. are canceled, you're ready to leave. You're in your car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: driving out. I'm driving to Austin, baby.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The homeland, the safe space for canceled. Um, so i uh, driving home or uh, back to the airport for four hours. They were like, "There's a blizzard, so you have to." Drive and if your car breaks down, do not open your door or your window because you'll freeze to death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, "That's the most foreign terror." Tarif- oh, you're from Minnesota, so this is normal to you, maybe. But Wisconsin.
1: Like, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, same oh, yeah. deal, mm-hmm. same oh, difference scu- though.
0: Oh, excuse me, but you're a Minnesota it, comedian.
2: that's all right. Yeah, we're the we're the people who say super nice. Hey, say whatever you want about the Jews.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Do
1: it. So, so, so anyway,
0: yeah, that was that that's whole
2: uh, unreal. Yeah, that's unbelievable.
1: Uh, at what point did you hit? At what point did you hit rock bucket? <laughs> 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 there's rock bottom, and then there's rock bucket. Uh, you hit rock bucket, and that is like there's there's actually nowhere to go. You can't even go. You can't even go up from there.
2: You can you can <laughs> spin your Rolodex as hard as you want, mm-hmm. and nothing's going to come up under buckets. Or rock, rocks rock for, buckets. for chunks of
1: jokes. And gra- that is- <laughs> grappling forks. You're never going to get it. You're never going to oh,
0: get
2: yeah. it. There's nothing yeah. there. All right, I'll throw one in. Yeah. I did a uh, corporate here in Los Angeles, so I thought, how, how bad could this get? That's it? right. Um, it was for yeah. the, um, the International Fire Chiefs Association.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. it was
2: held on the Paramount lot. So oh, I'm thinking, God. all right. Plus, yeah. it's Tom Papa. Yeah, it's Ian Edwards. Great. It's myself, and it's a comedian named Jerry Bednab, who mm-hmm.
1: you yeah.
0: may
2: remember or not a very funny guy. So the four of us are doing it. It's Jerry, me, uh, Ian, and then Tom. Mm-hmm. So we get to the gig. They they've got a huge banquet, as you said, one of those areas where huge banquet, and then a giant space between us and the people that we're performing for, but. In between us and the people is the Paramount fountain,
1: oh, God. which
2: is which is on, shooting on and Working, it's on. Yes, yes, it's working
1: mm-hmm.
2: fantastically.
1: That's wonderful <laughs> yes. for for dramatic pauses that you take.
2: <laughs> so, so Bednob goes up, and we're all supposed to do like seven and a half minutes, and get. Oh out. my God, so,
1: that's wonderful. So Bednob
2: does seven and a half, and he <clears> comes <throat> off, and he's like. I could not hear a thing. You can't hear up here. It's uh, ridiculous. He's uh-huh. starting to go off. So I go on and I'm trying to lob jokes. Over it. O- over this or around <laughs> it. I'm trying to make is jokes. You're, you're
0: <laughs> shooting your jokes <laughs> over the ground. That, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm
2: trying to make jokes about it. it's weird that it's fire chiefs and there's all this water right here. Good joke. Nothing is. So I, I'm trying. And then, and then I walk off. And now. It's what you were saying, uh, Randy. It's seven and a half minutes. Felt like twenty.
1: Oh, uh, yeah.
2: So I get off, but I'm like, all right. At least I kind of, I kind of mm-hmm. worked them a little bit. I got them a little bit off to the sides.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And the head fire chief comes up with four checks. Oh God! And he just hands out the checks, and he says. Ah, uh, that's all we need. It's not working. So Ian Edwards and Tom Papa get a free <laughs> didn't, pass. Yeah,
1: didn't even have to go. <laughs> Did, oh, my God. Didn't have to go. Did not even have to go. That is so funny. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would have said at the end of uh, that set, uh, I'm going to now, with your help, do a controlled burn of my act.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm going
1: to. You guys just I, I burn it all a, down. Yeah,
2: I may have done a backfire joke.
1: That's good. A, ba- a backdraft? Yeah.
2: You have to set. You have to set a backfire uh-huh. in order to get off the stage. Something like that. Uh,
1: <laughs> uh, controlled burn of my thing. That is, I mean, I, I, they one of the worst gigs I've ever done, and it just was. It just was terrible for the timing of everything. Again, like colleges don't understand anything, and we really rarely do any college stuff anymore. Right. Not, right. I mean, it's been years, but. We performed at Trinity College in Hartford, Connecticut, which is just and literally the asshole of America. I mean, Hartford is just a rough, rough, rough place and area, and Trinity College is kind of in the middle of this whole thing. Makes Bridgeport look nice. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Bridgeport is a dream, folks. Uh, Makes Bristol Bristol look nice. Anyway, so... (laughs) So we're at Trinity College, and the performance was at the end of senior week for the seniors after they'd been off for – done with school for a week. So they're like partying all day oh long. God. This is the end of it, and this was their end of the ceremony. We get into this room. There are no chairs. Everybody's standing up drinking and just hanging. There is no organization whatsoever. We are standing in amongst other people that are standing around us. We're like, there is no way. We, there is no human it's- way.
2: It's literally like you walked into a mosh pit in right. between songs. So, so there's, we- there's no music going on. There's just a lot of drunk, sweaty guys.
1: It'd be like at halftime of a Clippers show if like a <laughs> an improv group walked out to center court and without <laughs> microphones said, uh, let's do some, let's do That's a Herald. Yeah, let's do on. a, her- <laughs> it was so, uh, we were like, they, first of all, they were not paying attention at all. And we tried to do it. A, to our credit, we're like we got paid to come here. We're gonna try and do this. Sure. We got l- seven minutes into and forty five minutes into an hour long set, and we're like, we we just can't do. Th- like it's terrible. I don't want to fight with these kids. They're awful and being disrespectful. And I'm like, I don't blame them. I don't want to hear yeah. what I have to say. <laughs> I'd rather you guys were partying. Like what's we we're trying to figure out what's the way that we can do th- it was. Horrifically, t- yeah. oh, could not get in any way, shape, or form. I could not believe we actually even got paid. That was just insane. I'm like, this is a bad idea on every level. You guys yeah. just didn't think this through because we often say that comedy is like summiting Everest. It's like everything conditions actually can be perfect. And then you see like a little cloud off in the distance and suddenly like eight yeah. people, eight people are dead. You just got legs sticking <laughs> yeah. out of the thing. Right. It's like, oh, there was <laughs> the guy from New Zealand right there. <laughs> like that's. Sure. Experienced climbers can go down. You know, Sherpas <laughs> yeah. can, who've walked this mountain for years, can yeah. go down if they just see like a tiny wisp of a cloud in the distance. That's where comedy. It's like a lot of the conditions. Sudden have to be storm. Right. Sudden mm-hmm.
2: storm. No one sees coming over the over the over the they leeward have seen side. The,
1: they should have seen this one come. over the Hillary <laughs> step. They should have seen this one coming.
2: I uh, uh, I remember once I got a uh, thank you note. This was also Connecticut, the Connecticut Independent Grocers Association. <laughs> I, had, I had done their corporate date
1: uh-huh.
2: and it was in um, like an old barracks <laughs> that had like sort of a round tented roof uh-huh. and uh, the air conditioning broke. So it was like 110 in there. But here's how you know a gig has gone badly. Yeah. In the thank you note they sent me that that they said I could use in my press kit if I wanted, was the word valiant. I don't.
1: (laughs) I don't. I don't. How was his comedy? He was very brave.
2: Yeah. That should never come up in describing your gig.
1: Yeah. Valiant Valiant
2: effort really should not be in any way, shape, or form part of it.
1: She tried her best is never a good way to describe how someone did. (laughs) No, that's true. She really tried.
2: All right, boys, before we wrap up, I get this from everybody, just because comedians do so much traveling. Uh t- Taylor, you may be giving us your travel tip uh just visually here, which is remain in your car right at all times.
0: <laughs> and, and keep your seatbelt on even when you're parked. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm,
0: yes. mm-hmm. And you have a guard
2: dog. You and you're always know.
0: in your car as you're always in your car, if you have Uh, If you have Jeff Cesario Hitting up to do a podcast You're available You're ready Your studio's ready to go If I got a gig in San Diego I could go there right now There's no I'm dressed I got gas in the car (laughs) Like I'm ready to go
2: You're ready to go Uh, Travel from uh, Randy's car
1: You know, traveling is always the hardest for me because for all the years that we've really been doing stand-up, we've had families at home and it's always been a struggle. It's like the, you know, I don't even know if I'm allowed to quote him anymore, but it's like in the Annie Hall, that scene in Annie Hall where his, you know, Annie Hall is like, She's like, how, how, her therapist. How many times are you having sex? She's like, all the time, like three times a week. And then they ask him. He's in, he's in therapy. How many times are you have sex? Hardly ever, like three times a week. So I feel like we're never on the road. I'm like, we're never on the road. And meanwhile, our family's like, you're always gone. When are you even here? I'm like, okay. That's so funny. So you kind of have to keep that in mind. So I'm always on the. Last flight out, first flight right. home. It's never conducive to you. But I'm like always. Always, if you have the opportunity to give yourself anything comfortable, if they walk to the airport and they're like, "Yeah, for one hundred and fifty bucks, you can upgrade to blah 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 on your thing," <laughs> just take it, take it. The, that, that feeling of like I just did something for myself is like it's it's always worth it. It's a- always a hundred percent worth. It. I'm not saying like fly first because comedians you get a certain travel stipend, you can't fly first class. I mean, you just you right. can't do that. But like. Just do the thing that makes your life, always make the choice that makes your life easier on the road because the road is hard enough. So whatever choice comes your way where you're like, uh, should we go out to dinner at this place? Yeah, d- absolutely. Yes. Like, <laughs> you know, when you're in the town that you're in, you want to go and experience those things because if you contribute to the anything miserable, because the road is, very hard except for the shows themselves which are usually really fun so we try and pick cities where we have friends and we have we know people to go to it's we're lucky that we can do that because we're not on the road all the time but like we pick the place we want to go the clubs that are good and the places we really have people so we can visit them and we make that also part of the trip so you feel like you're doing things besides you know just being there all day long and then going on stage.
2: so at least temporarily upgrade your own self-esteem. Upgrade yourself. So you can enjoy
1: it. a little bit mm-hmm. of this. <laughs> you deserve it. You deserve it. That's what I, I right, saw, boys.
0: I, Go ahead. I saw them at the airport on January 1st in Chicago, and you guys were so excited that you upgraded your seats.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, but that was just a tiny thing that came through. Like, should we do it? It's just that this flight. we're like, no, nope, we're going to do it. We deserve yeah, it.
0: Good. Yeah, good for you. You
2: guys watching the Olympics? Taylor, you seen anything you...
0: I no, but I just saw that. I just I was reading about the young lady from America who went who switched to China. Yeah, and she's yeah. won gold.
1: Jew. Yeah,
2: and there's a guy who, uh, who she's a is, Jew.
1: No, her last name is G U. Oh. Right. <laughs> oh, Jew, <laughs> Jew.
2: I I'm glad I'm glad <laughs> the other Jewish guy fell for it first because uh-huh. I would have been <laughs> hashtagged right uh-huh. out of the business uh-huh. Had right. I'm I like just like
0: on Jew. Jew? A, this Jew. is a Jewish athlete. I can't no. won a gold medal. <laughs> Does that ever happen?
1: That's even more hard to understand. Yes, there was. Mark Spitz won several. Come yeah, on, guys. know no, your right, Olympic right. history. That's true. yeah, great I'm Olympic right. swimmer.
0: Oh good and shalom to him and I we believe also, yeah. and I believe
1: Nathan Chen is Jewish. no, I'm not he's <laughs> <laughs> but unbelievable performance. Nathan Chen last night. Am I right? That guy yeah. was straight skate straight cutting people, cutting fools on the ice.
2: Yeah, it was ridiculous. There's a uh, an American kid. Who is skiing or snowboarding for Russia? Yeah, uh, v- uh, Vic Wild, I think mm-hmm. his name is. Mm-hmm. Vic Wild is
1: a not very Russian
2: name for, a, for a skateboarder. Yeah, and and uh, clearly, you don't have to introduce yourself as I'm not from here. When your Mm -hmm. name is Vic Wild and you're in Moscow. Yeah,
1: Vic Wild in Moscow. He's already had his uh, snowboard stolen three times. (laughs) But here's the good news. They caught it all on dashboard cam, which you really (laughs) need, Taylor.
2: Oh, you You got to love the Russians for that, if nothing else. I mean, that's that's a whole
1: uh, channel in Russia. It's just dashboard cam. (laughs) Meteors falling down, car accidents, guys getting snowboards stolen, the whole thing.
2: It's it's
0: amazing. Wait, can you explain it? Because I also read about there's some. this like two, I think I believe two American hockey players who are now Chinese citizens who who play hockey for China. Wow. Yeah. There's a whole. I mean, I get the she, the one the Jew girl was Chinese American. Wait it's, a second. Uh, that's I, I can
1: say that the so, Jew girl was Chinese American. These <laughs> are all the and now is all right. We're we're getting ourselves in so much trouble here. Yeah. No, that's yeah. not
0: offensive at all. It's, no. Uh, I, Miss Jew, <laughs> mm-hmm. the non, the mm-hmm. Gentile Jew girl, was uh, Chinese American, so her going, she's it's her heritage. But the right. white guy going to China, he's not, he's just a white guy who's like, I want to play hockey for China, right? I guess because maybe he's not good enough for, uh, American for the American hockey. team, yeah. Is so that's that, That's a business. You just, I mean, their coach is also Italian, guys. So everyone's just, like, jumping ship.
2: What do you got to throw us under the bus?
1: Eileen Jew. Oh, sorry. i sorry now, the
0: Italian. But
1: her name I'm is I, you, Eileen Jew. You know those
2: Eileen Italian coaches, they'll go anywhere.
0: What? <laughs>
1: Eileen oh, Jew you? is what uh, they used to call just the store. Eileen Fisher <laughs> It's just called Eileen Jew. Sure,
0: right. I would. I would. I um,
2: was. A lean Mitzi Jew. put her up. She almost that's had a right. sitcom. I think. Eileen right. so Jew.
0: <laughs> I used to be. I used to be a lean Jew, and then uh, during the pandemic, I gained you got a, a lot little fatter, Got a lot of weight.
1: There you go. All right, and that's
0: sponsored we-
2: by forty-five hour energy drink. Guys, live big, crash hard. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> We're done. That was great. That was tremendous. Uh, my guest today, of course, Randy Sklar, uh, hugely funny. Remember the Sklar brothers, the other one's his brother. And then uh, and then we got the uh, hilarious Taylor Williamson, who literally uh, pulled off the highway uh, to be able to join us here today. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Uh, we got to do this again. That was great.
0: Yep. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. It's nice to see you guys. Nice you got see you it. Guys too.
2: Chet, take us home. Follow Jeff on Twitter at real Jeff Cesario, his album. What was I thinking streaming everywhere? The play with pain mugs available at jeffcesario.com. If you guys and the public want more of me this weekend, I'll be back at Cheddar Falls, Wisconsin for the finals of the 13th annual international speed fishing championships. The combination of speed skating and ice fishing that you cannot take your eyes off of Norway leads, but Japan and Latvia have new bait. Look out while I they're coming for you. And they're coming fast. Sponsored by UDrive, the app that lets you rent your own car to take you wherever you want to go. This is Jet Waterhouse, reminding you to play with pain.